Cheers, friends. This is Owning Her Seat, a podcast highlighting women who are breaking through glass ceilings in entrepreneurship, culinary, and the restaurant industry. I am thrilled here to be with Blair, owner of Bottega Benet. Thank you for joining me today, Blair. Hi. Thanks for having me. (laughs) Okay. So, Blair, for those who do not know who you are, introduce yourself. Yes, I'm Blair Doran, um, owner and founder of Bottega Bene, which is a deli. And also that's an Italian name. So by default, we're an Italian deli. Uh, Bottega means shop and Bene means well in Italian. And we specialize in spreads. So commonly referred to charcuterie, but that's a French word and we're Italian. So it's (laughs) antipasti in our world. But yeah, we specialize in spreads and we do espresso drinks and just have fun in there. Which I love. I stopped by there and it's amazing. And so how did you get into the cheese business? Like, what's your background? Like, I love cheese, but I would never think to like make these beautiful platters. <laughs> Shameless plug. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what is the saying? It's like, I didn't choose the cheese life. The cheese life chose me. I mean, not to be extra cheesy, but seriously, I love cheese. I've always loved cheese. I think a lot of people do. And really just snacking in general is kind of like a way of life, you know, for sure. People like to graze and eat that way. I'm definitely one of them. But this really started to materialize in during COVID. I was at home. Yeah. I was at home. It was March, you know, when everything kind of shut down happened. Um, And my fiance and I had just visited my grandparents in Florida my grandmother is a first-generation American. So while we were there, we were chatting about how some of our relatives had gotten dual citizenship. And when I was stuck at home with you know not much to do, which was fortunate for me, and I know that is coming from a place of privilege with that, but I figured let's let's do something yeah. while I'm here. And I started wor- working on all the paperwork, and it's a process to file for dual citizenship. Really? Like, yeah. I've never done it, but I can only imagine. So you were able to obtain your dual citizenship. No. So I started the process and I realized, okay, this is like a two-year commitment. So I couldn't even get my appointment until May of 2022. But in the (sighs) meantime, you have to get all of these like birth certificates, death certificates, marriage certificates of like the entire family lineage linking you back to the person. It's a whole, it's a whole thing. So I was like, why am I really doing this? Why do I really care about being Italian? Like, what is it about, you know, Italian lifestyle that is so like, what, what draws people to it? Like yeah. why are Americans so like, ah, oh, Italy, you know? Yeah. So it kind of like set me on this like introspective path, if you will. And at the same time I was making spreads for Chris and I, he's my fiance. And it was just a way for us to like put our phone down, try a new wine, try a new cheese, but also be safe and be at home and be responsible. But during those times, we were just eating and snacking together and drinking. We were like excited. You know, we were like, where are we going to travel next? What are we going to do? I mean, it was just like a pause from everything else that was going you know, on in the world and um, the chaos and sadness. And it was exciting and it felt hopeful. And I remember just thinking, I I want to be able to share how we're feeling right now with other people. Yeah. And I was thinking that, you know, there's so many people that won't take the time to put out a plate of food for themselves, right? Number one, it's intimidating. How do I arrange it? You know, what goes together? Yes. 
It's hard. And then it's like, it's expensive. I mean, you've all bought a block of cheese. Oh, for sure. Like three or four of those. And you're like, you're in. Like yes. You are committed. Max, right? <laughs> yes. And so I was like, this should just be easier. I think I just said to him, like, this should just be easier. There should be a place where people can go and they can get a beautiful plate of food. And if it's just, you know, one or two people, that's fine. If it's a group, that's fine. If it's just for you, like enjoy beautiful food with people that you love and do it you know, regularly, more often. I love that. So you like start do, I mean, the branding and everything for you to be in business less than a year, you're like on it. Okay. <laughs> so within a year, you've been featured in so many magazines. Like I, I remember seeing your article in Atlanta magazine. How have you gotten so much traction in such a short amount of time? I mean, I think relationships are everything. And I'm fortunate for Every single person who has mentioned my name to someone else, whether it be to get a press feature or, I mean, whatever. Yes. I'm just grateful for anyone spreading the word, period. So I think that is a piece of it. I think another piece of it is people kind of catch on when they realize that you're doing something that is like purpose-driven, if you yes. will. So like for me, you know, we say, one of our sayings is like, love and feed your people well. And so this whole business was really designed as a way for me to like, help other people facilitate human connection, you know? So I think that when people know that you're doing something for a reason and that it has a positive root, it's yes. kind of, it's kind of a natural thing that people want to know more about it. And it's a no brainer. It. Yeah, yeah. I want to support this. Yeah. Not to mention like, how fun is it to look at this food? I mean, hello. <laughs> so you come up with this great concept. You're making things at home. How did you switch from, I'm just chilling at the house, making things to we're opening an actual deli. I wish there was a conscious like moment where that changed. I think I'm just so type A and had too much time on my hands. And then it went from like, this is a fun idea to like, I'll just make a business plan because who makes it? I'm bored. I'm, you know, I don't know. What, I don't know. So while everybody else was making bread and, you yeah. know, gaining the quarantine 15, you're like in the back cave making business plans. I mean, I did all that too. There was definitely bread <laughs> in the back cave. Definitely. But at the same time, it was just, it distracted me and it gave me something, you know, to, to focus on. And, um, the branding was so fun to come up with. I mean, I love it. It's my grandmother's signature or handwriting. It's I handwriting. love that. She wrote that for you. I know. Yeah. I was like, Hey, um, can you just write this, these words a few times and send it to me? And she was like, what? And I was like, I'll tell you when it becomes a thing. <laughs> and then, um, after we opened, I got a big package and I was like, what is this? And it was a board, like a cutting board, a big one. And it had our logo on it. And I was like, who sent this to me? And it was my grandma. Oh, she Nana! ripped our logo off of and I quote, your Instagram story, <laughs> found someone on Etsy, had a custom board made. I'm like, you're 80. How? <laughs> grandma is self-sufficient, okay? She's amazing. She's not the average grandma. She's not. I showed her a picture. I just bought my wedding dress and I showed yes. her a picture and it's vintage. And within an hour, she had found like, I think the same dress traced back to like 2018, like on another vintage site. Like she's a detective. She's on it. She's better at the internet than me. It's that's, wild. That's, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So you opened your business. How did that go? Like, I know, what were what, you feeling? Because we were just coming out of COVID. How, what was that like? Just saying, you know what, we're just going to go for it. And then whatever happens, happens. Yeah. So I just started to go for it. And in the business plan, it was kind of like, brick and mortar or just digital. And there are um, some really great, you know, companies and individuals doing this type of service digitally. And zero shade on that. Like right. I'm not, I, I just knew I really wanted 
a brick and mortar business because I wanted that community. Like I think this whole concept is centered around community and each other and yes. connection. And I wanted that face to face. I'd also worked remotely for a few years leading up to this. And I just really was looking for, you know, that one-on-one -on -one FaceTime with people. Um, but I was living in Richmond, Virginia when this all happened. Chris was in um, law school and it was kind of like, where are we gonna live? Like, where are you gonna take the bar? It was a whole thing. And then once we decided it's gonna be Atlanta, I just started looking on like LoopNet and I got in touch with a realtor and I just started looking at different places and kind of had my like heart set on a location and it just wasn't working out. And then I found where I am now and it was like, you know what, just, Sign it. It's Sign it. Yeah. It's just fit. just go. And then um, from there it was like, okay, wait, this is really this is like I'm gonna have to start paying rent. So this needs to happen. <laughs> ASAP. So, like open the accounts with distributors, like put the menu together. I mean, it was, you know, it just happened quick. It was fun. I love it. Okay, yeah. so what is the what is like when you go into business, you automatically think like I got this in the bag. What is something that you thought was gonna be easy that was very difficult that you were like, wait, what? Oh my gosh. Um, well, we did the whole renovation ourselves. Like, like who? Like, like me and my dad. And what? Um, when people say that, I'm like, how do you guys just say, you know what? We're knocking down walls and lay laying tile. Like I just was not, I was not blessed with that. Like I'm not Tim, the tool main tailor. Like you're not, you're not diving the, in. You're oh, not like, God. sign me up. Where's I, my I'm tool not, belt? Like I get anxious going into floor and decor. Like with there's too many tiles. Like I love it, but it's like overwhelming. Like I did my entire renovation with like the decor myself and I was like shaking. It was just like a lot of Pinterest and a lot of prayers. It came yeah. out great, but like, I'm just picking out things. I'm not knocking down walls or anything. So like I think that's your next blog. I don't think Pinterest so. and prayers. <laughs> I'm dying. coming to a book coming to. A... Oh my God. I mean, I just, I, my dad has always been super handy. He's, he built like the homes I grew up in. I mean, so I grew up around it. So I had that advantage of like, yeah. you know, there really is a, you know, a way you can do this yourself. Yes. Um, like I remember some friends had a little toiletry that fell in a toilet once. And um, they were like about to call a plumber and have like a $2,000 fix. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, we're going to pick the toilet up. We're going to get it out. Like I, I saved them like two grand. I mean, and it was fun. And we had like, it was silly. We like drank beers and picked up their toilet. I mean, it was fine. Literally, I probably would have got overcharged. They probably would have done it wrong, would have damaged my, like, that's just like, are you kidding me? Listen, next time something happens in your house, call me I, oh, before what? you call a professional. Like you're hired, you're hired. Like let's. <laughs> Oh my God. No. So, I mean, I just, I, I was like, my dad will have my back on this. Yeah. Let's just do it. Little did I know it was like filling in like gaps of concrete and like grinding it. And like, I'm in there like sealing it. And a good friend of mine from California, um, she's like a food and beverage genius. However, she came to help me really what she signed up for was to be like a construction worker. Like we got jumpsuits and we literally lived in them. She was, she came for a week and she ended up staying for like a little over a month. And it was so fun for us. I mean, it was like yeah. a really good time for us, but I mean, it's like freezing in there. She's painting. We're on ladders, like can't feel our fingers. It was, it was wild. So I think that was like more physically hard than I thought it was going to yeah. be while also trying to like use my brain to like round out like am I spending too much like how am I doing like you know it was just a, it was sure. a mind body challenge so what is something that was you anticipated to be super hard that was way easier than you thought 
Honestly, I think putting the menu together, I think I was really intimidated at first because my background is in marketing and so, yeah. and not in food and beverage. I mean, I've worked in bars and restaurants and I love food and, but it, that, that's one thing. But then like offering food to people is a whole other thing. Um, but I think that the key to that was just like, get in there, like yeah. try stuff, get involved, like do what you want. And also there are no rules. You know, I think kind of taking that pressure away of like, I have to be perfect. But I'm like, I'm not a chef. Like, did it, like, no, 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 no. Food is delicious and fun. And like sharing with people is fun and just yeah. have fun I kind of it. thing. And I mean, be safe and, you know, follow safe all practices and all that. But like, you know, don't stress. So how did you make the transition from full-time employee to entrepreneurship? Because that seems like to be the dream right now. Like during our parents' time, they were like, "We want our pension, yeah. we need our benefits," and now we're just like, you know what? We're coming out of high. We're coming out of high school. We're I'm going to be a TikToker. Like, how did you make? The- <laughs> okay, that's a whole other world that I cannot speak to. But um, as far as leaping from like yes. salary life, uh, that happened in 2016. So I was living in LA at the time. I had worked in marketing fashion marketing. And then I ended up going to work for a tech company, fashion tech company. And I was just, just wasn't clicking. And I was just like, this should not, every day should not be this much of a struggle, you know? Um, and I went to Nicaragua on vacation and it was a disaster (laughs) vacation. And I came, I mean, truly it took us like four days to get out of the U S I mean, it was, it was insane. Yeah. We, when we got our bags in Nicaragua, they had been ransacked they were days after us. So like took us four days to get out. Then our bags showed up four days later. And then a lot of our stuff was stolen. And we just like, I wore some like Eddie Bauer shorts from the thrift store and we just got through it. And it was, that part of it was actually pretty fun. But I came back from the trip, not with that like rested. I was just at the beach. I can tackle this stressful job mentality that I thought was going to happen. I'm over it. I was like, I just, no plan, walked in, quit on a Monday. It sounds like you thought it was going to be like an eat, pray, love, and it was like a Friar Festival, <laughs> minus the school bus. <laughs> minus the craft singles. Did you remember seeing those? Like <laughs> white bread with like craft singles on Um So you took the trip. It was not what you envisioned. You went back to work and you were like, stick yeah. a fork in me, I'm done. Yeah. Were you nervous? I wasn't. I just... I'm one of those people that where maybe it takes me a minute to like know for sure and make up my mind. But once I round that corner, like there's no going back. Once I know something, I just, that that's it. Like I got to do it for sure. So, I mean, it was a, it was a nice situation because I stayed on and that job for like, I don't know. They kind of like kept me, they didn't want me to leave. So they were like, if you stay, we'll, we'll help you. Like, we'll give you this bonus or that, whatever. So that lasted a few months. And then finally I was just like, the time has come. And I didn't really have a plan for what that was. And I'm not <laughs> suggesting this. Like, and, <laughs> Do and not, this is not the part of the podcast that we're telling you to go into work tomorrow. We're not telling you to take a trip and quit a job. No. Okay. That's not what we're saying. No. But this is her story. Okay. You know, I lived it. So I'm, it's, it's real, but I, I don't know. I just, something, something said, you know, you, you've built this network. You've lived in this city for a while things are going to come up and they did. And was it stressful? Definitely. Was it like insecure? Totally. But I just found myself doing a lot more creative work. And so the jobs that I started taking on were more creative strategy, content creation, yeah. and then eventually, um, interior design. So uh, through those, you know, previously mentioned things, content and all of that, um, I had connected with a friend who was doing, um, interior design work and she needed a project manager. Right. 
So kind of tapping into the like dad construction skill days, you know, I, um, I started, you know, helping her with that. And I went to UCLA, took a few classes. Then people were like, oh, you're in design now. Like, will you do this project or that? And I would be like, sure. So that portfolio just sort of started growing. Um, and then from there, you know, it was really fun. And one of those clients actually decided to start a beverage company. So while I was doing their house, um, designing their house, <laughs> They hired me to be the director of marketing. You're not about to be a one trick pony out no. here. It okay. Was, it's been a journey. Like there is, this is not a, this makes no sense, but here we are. So what are five things you, you would tell someone before they're jumping into entrepreneurship from your perspective? So I think probably the, like starting with just a question, which is why do you want to be an entrepreneur? Like, what is it that you feel like, why do you feel called to that path? Because I don't think it's for everyone. And I think that it definitely has ups and downs and there are like stressors that don't come with other work when you're an entrepreneur. Yeah. But um, if you if you do the work and you like sit through those feelings and you decide that it is something that you want, I mean, five steps, I don't know. I think once you identify that clear path of why do you want to be an entrepreneur, then it's time to kind of start just detailing what works for you? What what inspires you? Like if you're, you know, on Pinterest and you see something, like save it, make a note of it, write it down. Just write down everything that's like, yes. You know, when you look at it, you feel yes. When you have a conversation, what was good about it? Like start writing all those things. And then I think just continue to work through that. And you're going to find the thing that you start that way, as opposed to just being like, I want to be my own boss and I'm going to, I'm going to do X, Y, or Z. And maybe that works for other people. But for me, it was more of a, a progression of kind of like what makes me feel good in life and how do I make money doing that sort of thing. That. For sure. You know? Okay. So we're going to get into this. I'm going to open it. Okay. Dig in. This <laughs> is the antipasta. Yes. I'm trying to make this as Vanna White as possible. Um, so we're going to go around. Okay. So walk us through what, it, what are we eating? We are eating two different types of salami. Okay. We have a calabrese salami and a Genoa salami. So Genoa, super approachable, garlic, pepper, you know, very everyday salami. Love it. Delicious. Um, the calabrese is going to be bright is really the only word that I can use to describe it. Um, it's not spicy, but it has more of a flavor, like more of a kick. Um, and then we have a smoked Gouda. We have, this is a Thomasville Tom, which- Love Tom, they get it right every time. So good, it's so good. Pickled onion, and then a grainy mustard and Castle Vetrano olives. So good, pit like in, it. don't break your tooth when you bite. Just know, it's in there. <laughs> I love them because they're like, I call them the gateway olive. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember, wait, you don't like olives, do you? Yeah. Oh, I remember this no, about you. No, I do you. not like olives. There's uh, not many things I don't like olives. Absolutely not. I'm not, do not like, if you tie me up and try and like feed me olive, that's like literally throwing spiders on me. I hate olives. I do. I've never liked it. Like you want to, like a lot of people are scared of like spiders throw olive at me. I'll so fall. there's no way you're trying this. No, out. I mean, I'll, no. Oh I, my I mean, God. When I make it, when I'm I made this, I forgot. Yeah, I'm not an olive girl. It's okay. Well, I mean, I, I say these are the gateway olive because they're really buttery. They're not really salty. <laughs> 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 fine yeah. it's not gonna happen it's not okay. gonna happen okay. for you, you know, I, I accept that I, you know I, I've tried I've really given I believe them, you I've given olives a chance I swear <laughs> I have 
I've tried them with the, you know, the blue cheese in them. I've tried, I've tried them prepared. I've met their cousins, their mothers. They're, they're just not, they're not part of my journey. They're that's, not a part of my journey. That's Sorry, great. olives. So we're just going to just put them on your, like. You can pass right. them to me. Yeah, there you go. I'll just eat them, <laughs> like, basically all at once because they live on all. Okay, so then we have this delicious cracker. Yes. So that is an everything sourdough. Oh, cracker. I love that. Made by Georgia Sourdough. You see you've seen that branding around. Of course, yeah. It's like the um craft paper um and so like good. a little everything bagel just on a cracker. It's so good. And then the sourdough um salted sourdough flatbread is the other cracker. It's so good. So what is the future of this company? You know, I don't know. I I have a like I have some goals for it that I would like. Um I'd like to start selling wine soon. I feel like I could just, totally do that. It makes sense. I mean you we you were in there. We had a great time. Like with the wine guy? Yes. Voss is amazing. I like I would like to start selling wine. I would like I don't know. I just want people to enjoy the food and share it with it's other like people. You want it to be like the neighborhood cheers. You want yeah. to go where everybody knows your name. Yes. Like I just want you know, and I have some regulars already, which is like, makes I love me that. super happy. Oh my God. Someone is going to rent. I call it the shed, that event space, yes. you know, right there. Love it. They're going to have their wedding in there in October. I know. And I've already had like my dad's surprise 60th. I've had, um, baby showers for friends I've known since middle school. People have had bridal luncheons in there. And it's just for me watching people have moments like in that space, or just knowing that they're picking up this food to like have their first post COVID party with each other. Or like just, I just love knowing that people are like living and making memories over this food. It makes me so happy. I love that. Yeah. I can't wait. Cause I can't wait to throw my parties there. Oh, you, you're gonna, we're gonna have a great party there. We're gonna have a great party. Well, wow. the parties there. <laughs> well, Blair, thank you so much for joining me this afternoon. Yes. Um, how can everyone follow you and keep in touch with you? At Bottega Bene is our handle on Instagram. And that's probably the best way not really on the TikTok yet. You have to join the TikTok. I mean, I've joined it. I've taken the step. I'm just, you know, there's only so many hours in a day. Yeah. So like, got to get on the TikTok train eventually, but. I'm on the talk. Are you? I am. I you. feel like a grandma on it. Like I'm not really dancing. I'm more so just like, I'm like an aunt on the TikTok. Okay. Like, okay. hey kids, this is what I'm doing. You yes. can do this when you get older. You know what I mean? Kind of like career advising. Exactly. Yeah, like yeah, showing yeah. my trips and stuff, but I'm not like going to be. Yeah, that's okay. I think what's cool about TikTok is that it's like, there's grass TikTok. I mean, like people, how, how they're trimming their yard. I'm like, okay, I could watch this for hours. Then there's people like aspirational career people. I'm like, okay, that's an option. Get it. Like, I just think TikTok is really, there's a lot going on on there. I, I mean, there's the cleaning people, the oh pool people, the it's, prison wives on oh, the TikTok. Okay, I have not it. gone down that yet. Age gap TikTok though. That took my attention for a little bit. Like I was like, "Wow, oh my God, this isn't like amazing." Who knew? Like, it's a, it's a great platform. I mean, I love it. I'm not. What were we doing before? Like TikTok, Instagram, scrolling on photos. What no. were we doing? No, I like to see it. I mean, I I, I love the gram. I'm not gonna be off yeah. the gram anytime soon. But we love the talk too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> thank you for joining me. And until next time.